Hello, everybody. How you doing? This is Donna D, a.k.a. The Urban Mommy, and I am here with another podcast. Today, we have another excellent topic, and we're going to be talking about a lot of the good stuff. Just like we had last time, you guys are, are going to want to stick stick with us all the way to the end because we are going to be dropping some jewels. Today, I am joined by Miss Tiffany. Good morning. Hello, Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. So to get started, I want to ask you, like I start off with everybody else, I ask them to tell us a little about themselves, just a little quick story, you know, who are you, where you're from, you know. All right, all right. I am Tiffany. Um, I am a mother, wife, um, podcaster, singer, songwriter, hopefully future author, well, I ain't gonna say hopefully future author. Future author, because I'm gonna finish these books. Um, yeah, I'm all of these things and above. Um, probably some more, but I can't think of any more at the top of my head. But I am uh, currently focused on my podcast and then getting inspiration out there in the world. So that is me. And where are you from? I am from Arkansas. Home of Bill Clinton, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is is that where you grew up in Arkansas? Yes, basically. I was born in California, but I've been here might as well say all my life. So gotcha. Yes. Okay. All right. So what inspired you to create a podcast? What has inspired me to create a podcast? So um originally um I always tell people I do not like my voice um so starting a podcast off top um was more of a you can do it thing um I graduated uh in 2021 um from uh getting my music business uh bachelor's degree and within doing that degree, I ended up like surfacing podcasting. And from then on, I kind of wanted to start it. Um, I really didn't know what I really wanted to do as far as um, topics or anything like that. But I knew that I wanted to do it and I knew that I didn't want to be like everybody else. Um, so what inspired me was the things that I've already been doing, which is writing um, but looking at it from a different perspective and actually using the voice that I have, even though I didn't like my voice. So, but just stepping out, leaping out and doing the podcast, um, that was inspiration enough, um, to actually keep going, um, was inspiration. So, so what is the podcast about? So, um, uh, it's Tips Tips Tuesdays. Um, and what I do is I release an episode every Tuesday and it's just short, sweet, simple to the point. Um, I think it maybe averages at times, maybe up to eight minutes where, um, I give you motivation, encouragement and inspiration, um, whatever I'm going through in life or whatever, you know, I might, you know, think that is important for somebody to in life is what I base my topics off of. Um, 
you know, just something to keep you going throughout your week. Um, starting off, I only did just my one episode a week, but then, you know, with social media and things like that, you got to stay relevant and everything. So I try to like keep those inspirational um, things on my page, um, not just on Tuesdays. Um, so yeah, it's just inspiration to get you through your week, get you through whatever it is that you're going through in life. Um, you can always uh, just push play. That's the good thing about podcasts these days. You can just go and push play. You don't have to worry about missing the show. But then I've also expanded with the show by doing a live portion of the show, which is Tips Tips Tuesdays Live Rehashed, where I have special guests to come on to the show and to uh, reiterate the topics that I talk about, to give a different perspective on the topics that I talk about. Because how I see one thing, you may see it another way. You might see it in a deeper light than I even imagined. Um, so I've expanded um, since then uh, with doing the live show also. Okay, so in that telling your story, sometimes you have to be vulnerable to you know, encourage others sometimes. How do you find the courage to be so vulnerable? Um, being vulnerable, I would say, first of all, it's taken me years to kind of be vulnerable. Um, sometimes you go through things in life that, um, allow you or to show you that you can be vulnerable. Um, I'm the type of person that, you know, I keep pretty much to myself and, um, I don't really like to get too close to people and allow them in my space for the simple fact that I'm the type of person that when I do allow you in my space, it's like, I love hard. And it's like, uh, some people don't understand it. And then some people take advantage of you loving hard. And, uh, in the end, you know, they don't, they don't know how to act or react to that. And, uh, I've been in situations where, say, I've been friends with somebody, and I don't know if you've ever been through this, but be friends with somebody, and then all of a sudden you're not friends, and you really don't know why you're friends anymore, and it, <laughs> and it seemed like you did something wrong, but you're trying to figure it out. So, a situation like that made me not want to be vulnerable with people, um, but I am learning every day. Um, to know my circle and within knowing my circle, my circle knows me. So I'm, I'm able to be vulnerable with uh, those people. Okay. So with being vulnerable and with having a podcast where you share so much, you open yourself up, you could potentially open yourself up for a lot of criticism. Have you experienced that? And if so, how do you deal with criticism? So... I don't think that I have so far. Uh, <laughs> I uh, with, with the topics that I have, they're just really just motivators. Um, if I ever do get to the point of, you know, touching on some things that are a little touchy, um, that would be interested. I would be interested to see. But um, I believe that if that were to happen, that affect me a whole lot 
um because everybody got their own opinion that's how i feel um that's with anything in life and with uh personal issues social media issues any of that um everybody has their own opinion we all have mouths and we all have thoughts so it's um if i ever run into that 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 would be just more interest for something to talk about that's how i look at it okay all right i also noticed on your page i saw you talking about appreciating the storms what does that mean to you Yes. Okay. So appreciate the storms. Um, that is actually from one of my episodes that I just released. Uh, I think that was last week's um, episode. Appreciate the storm. Just the things that you go through in life. Um, any type of storm that you go through in life. You can take it physical or you can take it uh, metaphorically. Um, and as a matter of fact, I think um, physically is what um, inspired this episode because uh, we've been having a lot of storms here lately. Uh, but people look at it at it as a bad thing. Um, they look at the damage that it causes, the, you know, ah, I don't feel like it raining. I don't want to be out in the rain, you know, things like that. Physically, that that is the um, effects and the, thought pattern that people have when it comes to storms um they don't look at that during this storm it could be washing away things that you don't even know needed to be removed out you know um during the storm appreciate the rain um i had a guy that came on my podcast and he said something so significant um that I was just like, hmm, I never thought about it like that. But he was saying that a lot of people ask for things um, from God and they want to complain when things are happening. And he was like, you know, don't be mad at God or don't be mad at the situation. Stop asking for so much then. You know what I mean? So, but rain represents, um, is it, what is raining is allowing for the things that you want to grow. You have to have water to grow. You can't just plant a seed and expect for anything to just pop up. I mean, I'm sure there's probably seeds out there that can do that. But overall, you need some you need some water. You need you need the things that are going to fertilize that seed and um, make it grow. So the things that we go through in life, don't look at it as a bad thing. Look at it as what can I get from this situation? What what good thing? Yes, when I get out of this storm, because you will get out of the storm. When I get out of this storm, what can I take from it? What can I what can I say to someone else to help them get through their storm? Because I've not already been through. You know what I mean? So um, appreciate the storms. Appreciate everything bad that happens isn't necessarily bad some some of the things that are happening are happening for a reason some of those things are um washing away some of the things that you you might not even pay attention to that you you might not even need it and you're thinking that you need it we we sit up here and we we have these things um that are big to us but trust and believe when you lose it, you'll see how small or big it is. And um, that's just with with personal things in life. You know, 
You lose uh, cars. You lose material things. But then you realize that I can make it without these material things. Why am I so stressed about it? Sometimes the things that you lose will release so much stress. It will, and you will, you will notice it right away. You know, so uh, appreciate the storms. Whatever it is that you're going through, appreciate the storm. Get whatever you need to get out of the storm. Don't okay. cram away. <laughs> so, what life storm taught you the most? Right now, life storm, the life storm that's teaching me the most right now is just, like I said, the material things. Um, uh, let's see. Well, if, if we're being vulnerable right now, <laughs> we're being vulnerable. Uh, off top, knowing that I wasn't going to have a car, I'm like, man, how am I going to get where I need to go? How am I going to do the things that I need to do? But also not realizing that I ain't got to pay a car payment. I ain't got to pay car insurance. I have family here that helps me. So I'm good for right now until I get to that point where I can get another car and uh, do what I need to do. Then, you know, that'll come. So that's just like literally here, my personal situation, being vulnerable, you know, is teaching me that, you know, just not to lean and depend on those material things all the time. Sometimes it's a relief. It honestly is. I, I didn't think I'd feel this relief without a car. <laughs> so, and, the so real, and realize so somebody positive? else so positive. This is how I remain positive. There are people out there that have less. You know what I mean? I still got a roof over my head. I still got a job to go to. I still got food, I still got clothes, I still have everything that I need. I'm not going without, my other bills are being paid. It, and it's not a necessity. I, um, it's, it's funny that I say that now because um, me and my husband had a conversation with another couple and they were saying that people, um, what was it? People, um, like they get assistance and uh, you write down the different things that you have. Um, the system looks at you having a car as a um, a privilege. Luxury, yeah. Yeah. And we was like, that ain't a privilege. You need a car. You need a car to get around. Like, that's not a privilege. Like, I still got to work to be able to go around in this car. I still got to pay for gas. I still got to do this. I got to do that. I got to get where I need to go. So, but now I look at it in a different perspective. It's like, well, I mean, as long as you get where you need to go, you you don't necessarily have to have a car. There are some people that they walk every day. There are some people that can't walk. They got to get where they need to go, you know? So, um, that's, that's how I, how I stay positive within the situation is to know that it could be worse you know so now shifting a little bit to protecting your peace Uh how do you protect your peace what do you find the best ways to okay so 
me explain what protecting your peace means to you because some people mean something different. True, true. Um, so protecting my peace, the biggest thing that I do to protect my peace is number one, um, to set boundaries. Um, I always say not everybody is for you. Um, set your boundaries, uh, whether it's at work, whether it's in, in your home, relationships, anything that involves you. You be at your kind setting those boundaries, and what I mean by that is, um, say for example, um, I know one big thing that I'm trying to work on is uh, just getting back to my spiritual connection. And in order to get to my spiritual connection, I have to be in a place that I can get back connected. And sometimes you can't be around certain people. Or you can't, uh, you're going you're gonna to always be around people. Now, environments that you can't control, you can control what goes in your ears, um, what, what comes out of your mouth. You know what I mean? So another a, a way for me to protect my peace is, you know, like say, for example, I'm at work and, um, you know, certain people bring vibes and energy that, just either they either they pump you up or they bring you down or it's just you know uh, a certain way that a person talks to you it's like okay you can talk like that around everybody else but don't talk like that around me or you know you just go on off to your own corner zone off if you can I try to zone off but um you know sometimes you just you just have to um protect your peace just by knowing what you want out of life the things that you uh, accept, um, they contribute to you protecting your peace. Um, like I said, not everybody gets for you. Uh, so everybody is not going to act like you. Everybody's not going to be like you. But you have to learn how to... Uh, what am I trying to say right here? Uh <laughs> You have to learn how to just set those boundaries. Set those boundaries to, uh, to protect your peace. And then another thing to protect your peace is to find find the things that you love to do in life. We get so busy and bogged down doing the things that we have to do that we lose ourselves. Um, or we're pleasing other people, you know. And it's like within that, you lose yourself. It's like what 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 is what is it that makes you happy? What is it that makes you happy? Um, take some time for yourself. I always say recharge. We go 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 go. Always use the analogy of the of the cell phone. We we continue. We uh, put these phones on the charger, um, but we never just power it down and let it charge. And this is what we're doing in in our lives. We're not just recharging. We need to recharge in order to get to ourselves. I always say that you have to take care of you so that you can be around for everybody else. If you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to be here for somebody else? That's true, especially as a mother. A lot of times we lose yeah. ourselves and our children. And being a, mm -hmm. a, being a good mother, we neglect ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. I tell my kids I'm the captain of the ship. If something happened to me, you know, we yeah. all go down. So y'all have to respect my boundaries, respect my time. Mommy got a headache. Leave me alone for a little minute and you know, and right, right. Yeah. That is so true. Yes. And even with the phones you were saying, I remember one time I was having a problem with my phone. This was years ago and I brought it to it like frozen or something and I just couldn't get it. You know, I have an iPhone, so you can't take the battery off. This was back, you know, a couple of years back. And I remember bringing my phone to the Apple store and he said, you know, we always just have our phone going and we just plug it in. He said, sometimes you got to just turn it off. He said, turn it off, give yeah. it a break and turn it back on. So that's a life yes. lesson. Sometimes we just need to turn it off for a minute. That is. That is. Okay. So we're going to shuffle a little bit more. We're going to talk a little bit about relationships. Okay. I know you're married now. How long you been married? 14 years. That's a long time. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was the biggest, and congratulations, because that's, that's big these days. Thank you. <laughs> what is the biggest lesson you have learned in relationships? Not just your husband. I'm just mean relationships, period. What was the biggest lesson that you learned? Well, okay, so you said not just my husband, but the biggest um, lesson that I've learned in a relationship, which would be with me and my husband, is not to take a person for granted, um, to appreciate, to show show appreciation um, to whoever you're in a relationship to with. Because um, although we've been we've been married 14 years, together 16, you know, there's been some times that we wasn't together so um not not to take for granted the person that you're with um you can often especially with a a long relationship as this um you can take people people for granted by first of all getting too comfortable you know you, you you feel like you've figured everything out about that person and things like that, but it's like you're constantly learning something about each other um, throughout a relationship. Um, that's that would be the main thing that I would say that is a big lesson is not to take the person that you're with for granted. You know. Okay. So, what do you feel about there's like a huge fuss for the last couple of months on Facebook about women as <laughs> say. I don't need a man. And you know, a lot uh, of my opinion, my opinion, a lot of women say it as a defense mechanism sometimes. And lately it has turned to, and I don't even think that, I mean, they said we don't need a man, but I I, I think it's kind of different. Not saying that they don't want one. I think they're just saying that they don't need one because for so long women have, unfortunately been forced to do things on their own so a lot of these women that are saying that came from situations where it was just a woman so it's like i don't need a man now if you speak right. to someone 40 over 40 50 ish they may feel like they need a man because you know they probably grew up in a home with mom and dad dad went to work mom did home or whatever she did but people that's maybe 40 and under a lot of us were raised in single parent homes just a dad or just a mom so it's different so what do you feel about that situation when women say i don't need a man and what do you feel about that that's a good question um i mean as you stated a lot of people that are saying that 
Um, they've been put in those situations that they don't need a man. Um, I feel them to a certain extent. Um, I, I think it's more that, you know, I don't have to depend on a man in order to do the things that I need or want to do. Now, I wouldn't be one of those ones saying that because... I mean, I love my man. So, uh, <laughs> we, 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 we balance each other out. Um, whereas, you know, I may need help in one area. He might be the person that helps me in that area and vice versa. Um, but I believe that people can be in their own, they can stand their own ground if, if needed, you know, but I, I, I would go as far as to be like, I don't need a man, you know. Maybe you don't want a man in that in that time of your life or whatever, which is fine. That's your prerogative. Uh, but <laughs> all of us ain't about to be out here talking about we don't need no man because you need a man for certain things. And uh, I'm just going to put it out there like that. So, uh, <laughs> but I believe whoever um, that woman gets with, that, that man should help to balance them out not to um they should enhance the other person um and i feel like uh two two human two whole human beings should be in a relationship but if you like uh need to work on yourself and you know you need to work on yourself then you don't need to be with nobody you know what i mean um it might be another uh, another subject i don't know but I really believe that, you know, um, if, if too healthy, healthy by mentally, physically, all of that good stuff, human beings are together, then it's, it's, it's better. It works. But a lot of times we have people that are not uh, mentally healthy for a relationship. So then that's when you run into these toxic relationships and um I don't need a man, you know, because somebody done been hurt. So now that they're not, now that they've been hurt, any man that comes along, I don't need a man, you know. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know on that one. But so I, I know that I'm not going to say that. <laughs> right, you're not going to Let me ask you, did, did you grow up with a mom and dad in the same house? I grew up, my parents actually divorced when I was younger. Like, I was like maybe like 10 or 11. Um, but I've always grown up with my mom and my dad. You right. know what so I mean? I think that makes a difference as well. Yes. It makes a difference. When you have yes. that foundation of a mom and a dad, you will look at life differently. Whereas someone who was raised on survival, I almost to say, like myself, you know, and this happened not on purpose, but subconsciously it, is, it happened I was kind of raised on survival, so it was it's me and my mama. So mm-hmm. that's that's the way I look at things, and it's mm-hmm. not to say anyone is right or wrong because you're gonna look at life yeah. from your experience. So, exactly. and I'm not one to say that either because even though I grew up like like I did, I know that that that's not the way that it's supposed to be. And I don't say it's not, mm-hmm. supposed to be, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah. It doesn't have well, it doesn't have to be like that. You can get yeah. help. But I do know that I can do it by myself. I mean, I had been doing it by myself for a long time, so I do know that. So do you think that the independent woman movement hurt us in any way? 
Um, sometimes I think that it does. Um, for the simple fact, like I said, you can't get past those walls that you've put up in the process of having to be independent. Some people, you know, they wonder why they're not in in relationships or in a healthy relationship or even start a relationship, but it's because of the walls that they've that they've built along the way. Sadly, you know, because they just have to be so independent. All right, so now we'll get to this, my recent topics. I had this the last couple of podcasts, we discussed this. So do you think, and I won't say all men, we're going to say, we're going to talk about women too. So do you think that all (laughs) men, do you think that all men cheat? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Well, not all. We're going to say a a, a big, a huge majority, because we know it's never all. Well, yes, I about to say because it's, it's never all. Because not in all situations is it the man that cheats. That too. That too. <laughs> um, but, um, so the question is, do I think that a majority of men cheat? Yes, that's the question. Maybe. Maybe. But like I said, um, you know... We, we ask the question about the men all the time, but we don't ask about the women all the time. Well, that was but next. That, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last the last couple of podcasts that we had, we discussed that. And actually, the last two ladies that I asked, they said I've been cheated on and I've been the cheater. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I would probably be those. Up a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That opened up a lot. <laughs> so, you know, women do it as well. So, have you ever been yes. cheated on? Yes. Have you ever been a cheater? Yes. I appreciate yes. your honesty. Yeah, yeah. We we being vulnerable today for real. <laughs> yeah, vulnerable. You know, you, you got yeah, to do yeah. it. Yeah. So, and another question. I'm I'm just trying to see because I'm trying to compare answers for mm. because you know the podcast is very diverse. So I'm trying to okay. compare answers amongst different groups to see if you know, certain things, certain theories hold true. So, okay. but it's interesting really that I've learned that women, period. A lot of times we say black women, white women, whatever, but no, it's a lot of it is just a woman thing when it comes down mm-hmm. to men. Yeah. And that's what I'm, what I'm learning, you know, being able to speak with so many different people from so many different backgrounds, you know, even different states. Cause you know, we, we all different, you know, I mean, we're the same, but we're different and right. it's all from different experiences so do you think that men and women cheat for the same reason yeah uh, well in my well, let me let me be careful how I word this in my <laughs> experience being on either side um i think that people do it for different reasons I think it just depends on uh, your mentality, um, your maturity, uh, and things like that. Just your perspective of how things look within a relationship. So, yeah. So, the reason why I ask that, because I believe that men for the most part for the most part you know it's never all like i said i think that a majority of men cheat because they have the the opportunity presents itself and i don't think it's always that deep 
with them. They just kind of do it. It just kind of happens. Uh, that, that what it seems like that's always the excuse they say. It's never yeah. anything. It just kind of happened. But mm-hmm. when it comes to women, most women, I'm not talking about, I don't want to say young chicks because that's not the answer I want to say. Some of these new, I'm going to say these new women, because some of these new women, they, they took the role of a man. They just do whatever. I ain't, I'm not talking about them. But some women, most women, I think they cheat because a lack of communication and, it, and something is being neglected. They may not feel a certain way from their husband and not just sexually. Maybe he's not giving them attention, so maybe they go get the attention from somebody else. Something like that. So that's kind of how I feel about men versus women cheating. What you think? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so on the man side, like you said, they just do things just to do things. Um, I believe that. And then a lot of times they feel like they can't get caught. So they just do it, you know, uh, or some do it. Um, Because they can have something good right at home and just be doing whatever they want to do. I don't understand it. Um, <laughs> but then also on the woman's side, um, like you said, with me, um, sometimes you are missing something, um, whether that be uh, sexually or attention-wise, um, and you feel like that you're communicating to that person that that's what you're missing. And in all reality, they feel like you haven't communicated that to them at all. Um, and then it also goes back to what I said before, maturity. Um, I know, you know, early on uh, would have been whenever our little hiccup was. But, <laughs> but you know, you're just young and you just do what you do uh, because you feel like, well, I'm not getting this attention that... I thought that I was going to have, and you just do things, whether it's right, no, it's not right, because um, I, I feel like if you if you got to do that, then you might as well just let your partner know, hey, I ain't feeling this, we need to separate something, you know what I mean, and not just, you know, go out there and do those things, that's what I would say now, you know, if I was, so yeah, I'd be 36 this year. Ten years ago, if I would have told myself that, you know, that would save me heartache, you know. But I appreciate that storm, though. It made me grow. (laughs) It made me grow. (laughs) So how hard is it, you think, to fully love and trust after having your trust violated? Uh, Very hard. Um... So, if you're the person that got cheated on, uh, you know you don't you don't trust after that. Um, in my situation, I had got cheated on, but then I also was the cheater at some point. This is in two different relationships, though. Um, but once I had been cheated on after being the cheater in a different relationship. It was like, dang, like, I know what you're going through, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, in a sense, um, let's see, how can I say? Being cheated on 
it, it, it does. It, it messes with your mind, your mindset. Um, anybody after that, it's like, you ain't going to do right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if you stay with that person, it's like, I don't really fully believe you. You know, but at the same time, like I said, being the one that has done it, but being forgiven from the person that I did it to, it took some work. It, it took some years of building that trust back. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if honestly that person fully trusts, but it's, it's one of those things is like, you got to take it for what it is. Either it's going to be there or it's not. And some people don't forgive. And that's one thing that you have to um, also accept is they, they might not forgive you um, if you're the person that did that to someone, you know. Yeah, for- forgiveness is big. So that's something that most of us fight with because it's, it's big, it's difficult. And actually yesterday on the podcast that I had, which was, it was a really good podcast, we spoke about uh, forgiveness. And she asked me, what did forgiveness mean to me? She's like, what does forgiveness mean? So I was like, like somebody said it, you know, said, it's, but if, when you think about it, it's kind of hard to describe what forgiveness is sometimes. Like, so yes. what my answer was, well, the easiest way I could describe forgiveness is to basically pretend like it never happened. I mean, because that's what it seems like to me if, if we talk in forgiveness. Because when you forgive somebody, you shouldn't continue to bring it up and stuff like that. Because if you bring it up, that means you didn't really forgive them. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm asking these, these are these. These are just me asking questions. And I want to do another follow-up about that because forgiveness is a big thing. And I want to talk about yeah. it. Do you, do you know how to fully forgive? Do I know how to fully forgive? I will tell you right now, and I'm not going to go into the actual subject of what, what had to be forgiven. But a lot of times forgiveness is you forgiving somebody for something that they might not even know that they did to you. You know, um, yeah, sometimes sometimes you have to forgive because if a subject keeps coming back up or a person keeps coming back up and you keep feeling some type of way about them, you know you need to forgive that person. And then if you can't forgive that person, it's like you, you just feel bad. Um... This particular person that I had to forgive, like I said, um, she didn't know that she had did whatever she did. But then when I reached out to her to let her know, hey, I feel some type of way about this situation and these are my feelings towards it. Within letting her know, she also let me know that other feelings that she had. And so it made me look at the situation differently in a sense. I still felt the way that I felt. And to this day, I feel how I felt, but it's just not as harsh and as personal towards that person. Because at the end of the day, what happened happened. Right. And there was nothing that either one of us could have done about it. Right. And, you know, you also have to forgive yourself. You know, a lot of times we talk about forgiveness and forgiving other people, but we rarely bring up the issue of actually forgiving yourself because you have mm-hmm. to forgive yourself for sometimes 
like the lady said yesterday, you just like with your situation, you may be upset with someone for something that they didn't even know that they were doing because they, I mean, so we, we're upset, we're hurt, we're whatever, and it's just constantly replaying, like Cardi say, on your mind, you just got it on your mind, you live, you're letting people live in your mind. And for one, they might not even know they did it. And for two, that person might really have a problem and, and did it, but it had nothing to do with you. It was just all them. But you have to forgive mm-hmm. yourself for allowing yourself to be so broken down by something that you had nothing to do with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the other person, right? Yeah, in that situation, then I've also learned that, um, you know, like I said, with the cheating, um, I had to learn to forgive myself. I had to learn that, you know, because for a long time I held on to that, you know, while I was trying to get him to forgive me, but I wasn't forgiving myself because, um, it was the the subject would come up and I'm just like, man, I was just such a horrible person. Um, you know, I shouldn't have did that, you know, but I needed to forgive myself for being that person in that moment. You know, I've learned from it. I've grown from it since then, but I had to also learn to forgive myself because you can change. Um, I don't believe in the once a cheater, always a cheater. Uh, it's not true. If you want to change, then you'll change. Can you change another person? You can't change another person. No. That person has to want it for themselves. Definitely. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're winding down to the end. That went fast, huh? It did. (laughs) (laughs) It went fast. But that's a good sign. So my question, which I always ask everybody, if you can go back to 17-year-old Tiffany and give her some advice about life, what would you tell Tiffany? What would I tell myself? Stop being fast. (laughs) (laughs) Stop being fast. Um, That's funny. That's a first. You said said 17? Yeah, because I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was being fast. Keep you it know. real, huh? Like I, you know, and, and you know what? It's funny because I I grew up in the church, and you know, you know, people always say them church girls, them, them the ones that you need to watch out for. Sad but true. But uh, <laughs> if I was to go back to the seventeen year old myself, yes, I would say stop being fast. Um, focus on other things actually push yourself to be something and do something actually you know just do what you gonna do um, at 17 yeah I was being fast <laughs> stay focused on the things that you wanna do I wanted to do music I should have been more focused on my music things like that I'd probably be I'd probably be somewhere right now. You know what I mean? Um, I still can be somewhere right now. But um, that's definitely what I would tell my 17-year-old self. Focus. Stop being fast. Um, There are other things in this life other than doing things with folks. And, um, yeah, that's just just real. That's what I would tell myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's so funny. (laughs) 
Yeah. That was a good Not one. Not being fast <laughs> and focused. You might need to put that on the caption of this one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> oh, I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> So I wanna again thank you for coming. Can you please let everybody know how they can follow you, how they can support you? And I know you said your podcast is on Tuesdays, but let us know how we can keep up with you. All right. So name of the podcast is Tips Tips. Tuesdays. You can follow me on all streaming platforms, wherever you can listen to podcasts. Just put that name in there and you can follow me. Um, If you are a Spotify listener, I'm trying to get them Spotify followers up right now. So go and follow the podcast on there. Um, I release an episode every Tuesday. As of right now, there are 75 episodes on there. Um, Go and binge the show. Uh, I promise you, you'll love it. Just keep pushing play on there. Like I said, 75 episodes if you want to catch up. Um, but definitely, if you are following, if you are on Spotify, go hit that uh, follow button on Spotify. All that good stuff. Also, I know I'm talking about my podcast, but I also do music. You can follow me on um, all streaming platforms with my music. Just put in Tiffany, T-I-P-H-A-N-I, just like it is on the screen. And um, you can stream uh, some good music, inspiration, hip-hop, R&B, all of that good stuff. I got some um, stuff that I'm working on, um, gospel-wise, so y'all will be hearing some of that soon. And um, I'm also working on writing, finishing my books. I'm saying this because I will have one of them finished by the end of the year. Um, So, yes, yes. I'm I'm pushing myself, y'all. So, yeah, go and stream on all platforms. Tips, Tips Tuesdays and Tiffany for the music. If you can, send me, like, all your links. Not just the handles, but the links. And I'll put that in the description on yes. all the podcasts it'll be on under all the podcasts this is everywhere and i also put it on youtube and put your instagram too so that i can tag you of course in the videos and stuff um Got so you. thanks for y'all support tiffany when her book comes out it's gonna be finished mm-hmm. by the end of the year so 2020 speaking y'all, it we speaking it book. y'all just support her however y'all can make sure y'all listen to the podcast and i'm gonna go ahead and add you on spotify as well so make sure you send me those links yes. what about tiktok you do tiktok uh, I have a TikTok. It's just my personal one, but I do I do okay. advertise my podcast and my music on there. So yes. Okay. All right. So yeah, just send me whatever you want, and I'll make sure I put it under here, mm-hmm. and that will be how we do that. So That's as right. we come to the end of the show, I want to thank you all for staying with us this far. I hope we gave y'all a good conversation. I hope that you enjoyed it. Sorry, the police. I would happen to live in the <laughs> city with all of us crime and drama. Hey, I'm surprised you ain't heard no sirens on my end. I'm right over here by a hospital, so. Me too. The hospital <laughs> right there. That's, they actually going, I live on Canal, so like they going down Canal Street, so something probably happened out there. <laughs> but um, anyway, y'all, I just want to say thank you so much for joining. Y'all remember to follow, like, subscribe. Ooh, my hair's a mess. Follow, like, subscribe, share. Tell, you know, tell people about the podcast. We are here. We're helping people. We are working together. We... We just, we doing a thing over here. So 
If the laws are the same, I will see you all next week. Bye-bye.